Hello, this is Jake Leahy reading the Supreme Court Opinion Syllabus in Financial Oversight and Management Board for Puerto Rico versus Centro de Periodismo Investigativo, Inc. Certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the First Circuit. Decided May 11, 2023. In 2016, Congress passed the Puerto Rico Oversight, Management, and Economic Stability Act. PROMESA, to deal with a fiscal crisis in Puerto Rico brought about by soaring public debt. PROMESA establishes a system for overseeing Puerto Rico's finances while also enabling the Commonwealth to gain bankruptcy protection similar to those available under the Federal Bankruptcy Code. See Financial Oversight and Management Board for Puerto Rico versus Aurelius. Investment LLC. The statute creates the Financial Oversight and Management Board for Puerto Rico, petitioner in this case, as an entity within the territorial government of Puerto Rico. Under PROMESA, the board approves the Commonwealth's fiscal plans and budgets, supervises its borrowing, and represents Puerto Rico in so-called Title III cases, judicial debt restructuring proceedings modeled on federal bankruptcy proceedings. Beginning in 2016, respondent Centro de Periodismo Investigativo, Inc., CPI, a nonprofit media organization that has reported on Puerto Rico's fiscal crisis, asked the board to release various documents relating to its work. When CPI's requests went unfulfilled, it sued the board in the United States District Court for Puerto Rico, citing a provision of the Puerto Rican Constitution interpreted to guarantee a right of access to public records. The board moved to dismiss on sovereign immunity grounds, but the district court rejected that defense. The First Circuit affirmed. The court began by citing circuit precedent that Puerto Rico enjoys sovereign immunity, and it assumed without deciding that the board shares in that immunity. But it then held that PROMESA, particularly its jurisdictional provision, Section 2126A, clearly abrogates the board's immunity. Held. Nothing in PROMESA, including its jurisdictional provision, Section 2126A, categorically abrogates any sovereign immunity the board enjoys from legal claims. This court assumes without deciding that Puerto Rico is immune from suit in the United States District Court and that the board partakes of that immunity. See Cutter v. Wilkinson. This court has often held that Congress must make it its intent to abrogate sovereign immunity unmistakably clear in the language of the statute. Kimmel v. Florida Board of Regents. The court has applied that clear statement rule in cases naming the federal government, states, and Indian tribes as defendants, and it has found that standard met in only two situations. When a statute says, in so many words, that it is stripping immunity from a sovereign entity, e.g. 35 U.S.C. 296A, and when a statute creates a cause of action and authorizes suit against the government on that claim. C.E.G. Kimmel, 
528 US at 73. Promesa fits neither of these molds. Except by reference to the bankruptcy code and Title III debt restructuring proceedings. See a few statutes. Promesa does not provide that the board or Puerto Rico is subject to suit. Nor does Promesa create any cause of action for use against the board or Puerto Rico. Thus, Congress has not, through a means this court has recognized, made its intention to abrogate immunity unmistakably clear. Kimmel. CPI claims to identify the required clear statement in PROMESA's establishment of a judicial review scheme. Section 2126A provides that, quote, any action against the oversight board and any other and any action otherwise arising out of PROMESA shall be brought in the Federal District Court for Puerto Rico. In CPI's view, that provision, especially combined with Section 2126C's allusion to declaratory or injunctive relief against the Oversight Board, contemplates that the Board would be subject to suit in federal court. But those provisions serve a function even absent a categorical abrogation of immunity in cases where the board's immunity has been waived or abrogated by other statutes. For example, Title VII of the Civil Rights Act abrogates the immunity of governments and governmental agencies from all action it, actions it authorizes. 42 U.S.C. Sections 2000 E.A. through B. If a board employee were fired because of race, Section 2126A would tell the employee where to bring the suit, and Section 2126C would govern the timing of injunctive and declaratory relief. Nor do protections that PROMESA provides the board from litigation fill the gap. Again, CPI is wrong to think those provisions superfluous unless PROMESA generally abrogates the board's immunity. Section 2125's protections protection of board members from monetary liability would do work whenever some other law abrogated or waived the board's immunity from specific claims. In such a case, the claim could go forward, but Section 2125 would stop the award of money damages, and Section 2126E's bar on challenges to the board's fiscal and budgetary decisions would do work whenever a plaintiff sought to get around the board's sovereign immunity via an ex parte young action against an individual board member. See Virginia Office for Protection and Advocacy versus Stewart. In short, nothing in PROMESA makes Congress's intent to abrogate the board's sovereign immunity unmistakably clear. The statute does not explicitly strip the board of immunity or expressly authorize the bringing of claims against the board. And its judicial review provisions and liability protections are compatible with the board's generally retaining sovereign immunity. Reversed and remanded. Justice Kagan delivered the opinion of the court in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Alito, Sotomayor, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, Barrett, and Jackson joined. Justice Thomas filed a dissenting opinion. 
Thank you again for listening today. If you have any uh, questions, comments, um, any feedback, uh, feel free to shoot us an email at scotusdecisions at gmail.com. Uh, thank you again for listening. I hope that you find this helpful.